that a lot of people have a misconception about in the modeling industry, especially with um, how much a lot of us are compensated for our work. Uh, a lot of uh, the people that see us online will be like, oh, they are taking these trips and they're getting so much money and they're living a luxurious life. That is not, not always the case. Um, a lot of models especially live paycheck to paycheck. Um, sometimes they are having to like claw their way to their compensation. And I think that that's kind of crazy. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with Model Alexandra. We discussed everything of the conversation of mental health visibility in the industry, awareness in the modeling industry, the topic of protection of models and their work, growing yourself as a model, never limiting yourself, as well as inclusivity, and so much more. So let's get the memo. So excited that you're here and yeah I'm just so excited to talk yes me too I was looking through your stuff and it's been all so amazing so I'm excited to be on here as well ah same to you your work is incredible <laughs> thank you thank you you're welcome yeah so really diving into your story when did you really begin modeling um my start in modeling actually began very unprofessionally in high school um, I started behind the camera in a split semester film and digital photography class. I had a few friends who were like, you really should try and get in front of the camera. Like, I would love to shoot you, blah, blah, blah. And so we just kind of went from there. And my love for kind of creating a scene and invoking emotion through modeling kind of began right there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, all of your work is very artistic and you've done so much within your career so far. You've been in editorials, you've done runway, you've done print, you've done all this stuff. Um, my question for you is, and I always like to ask first-time models this, is how do you really balance everything that you do? It's difficult sometimes, but it really is a matter of like kind of just keeping focus on what's important. Um, recently, actually, I decided to take this online kind of course about, you know, really setting goals and maintaining that focus on your goals and the ability to, you know, be like, okay, today I'm going to do these things and this is how I will be productive. But then if I don't manage to do all these things, knowing how to be able to be like, okay, tomorrow we're going to do this. And at least today we got this done, but um, for the most part, it's just about knowing how to ride the wave, you know? It'll be chaotic, you'll get thrown things like castings the day of, and you'll yeah. have to run there, but you just kind of deal with it, and you make you make the time. And then especially for yourself, like I'm huge on self-care, so um, I kind of got a lot of my party life out of me a little early in life, um, so I'm able to kind of sit back and have the joy of missing out on like the crazy stuff sometimes too. So it's a, it's about kind of being able to be like, okay, I've had my fun. I got my goals accomplished or I'm getting my goals accomplished. And then taking that relaxing moment for yourself and like being like, you know, I don't need to go to that party. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. or like, or like I'll go to this party for an hour and then I'll be good. You know, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Time management. And you're into big, you're big into self-care. You're big into mental health as well. And I love that. I'm also big into mental health advocacy and really just mental health visibility as well in the fashion industry. 
Um, I'm a huge mental health advocate myself. Um, yes. in regards, I love it. Yes, thank you. I, I love that you do that too. So like in regards to your own mental health advocacy, um, what's really your, I guess, viewpoint and opinion of mental health visibility in the modeling industry? Well, one thing that I will always say that I have noticed in creatives in general, we tend to all kind of have something going on, you know, whether it's um, depression or anxiety or something that some sort of trauma, you know, there, there is a common theme in creatives with that. Um, and what we're able to do is really take a step outside of ourselves and share that with the world, which is beautiful, you know, um, but it also can be very hard and very scary, um, very vulnerable, because you're letting out a piece of you um, to the world that not everybody else shares, you know. Um, so I definitely think that it goes hand, there are a lot of mental health things that kind of go hand in hand with our creatives, but at the same time, um, when it comes to what we have to go through, I feel like behind the scenes, a lot of people don't realize like the time, the criticism um, and everything that we really go through on a daily basis, especially in the modeling industry. You know, you're practically told yes or no on your looks and you have to just kind of be okay with that. And that can be hard at times, but it's one of those things where um, having that self-confidence is really important. Um, and I talk about this a lot when it comes to self-confidence. It's something that you can build yourself. You know, you don't have to rely on external factors. Um, you don't have to rely really on people telling you anything because it's more of holding yourself accountable and following a good plan for yourself and then becoming a safe place for yourself, whether that be emotionally through self-care or even completing tasks that help you accomplish your goals, you know? So definitely. when it comes to mental health, we definitely all have to like focus on that confidence side because it's something that only you can do for yourself, you know? Definitely. So I, I definitely catch a lot of people, like that's the one thing that most creatives in this industry, if you do not have at least the confidence to be vulnerable, it, it's very hard, it's a very difficult industry. Definitely, definitely. I love how you brought the word safe spaces um, because it's it's so important, especially in this industry. There's not many safe spaces. Um, I was actually chatting with um, another fashion designer, um, Lola Dominguez. She is a fashion designer. Um, and we were discussing actually in another episode um, about safe spaces and how there is a limitation to those safe spaces in the fashion industry and the modeling industry. It's hard to be vulnerable because in a lot of ways you feel like all eyes are on you and everyone's judging you and mm -hmm. you're so caught up in how you're going to be translated and portrayed by others. Um, and it can lead to a lot of toxic behaviors and mentalities such as people pleasing or, you know, imposter mm -hmm. syndrome and things of that nature. And that can be very destructive to our well-being and our mental health. Um, so it means a lot for you um, to come on this platform and really talk about these things because I don't know if a whole lot of models would be comfortable coming out and saying, no, you know, like this is a creative industry. And, and in this creative industry or the modeling industry, there is a lot of mental health problems that can occur. Absolutely. I mean, and it goes down to just the simple of being told you're not good enough so you try and change your body or you try and change your look and and it can be a huge toll on us you know 
Um, and that's just from casting directors or things like that. Then you add the social media aspect of it, of like, you're trying to make content that's fun and different, but then you're having to throw out a bunch of stuff because we have people who have short attention spans and that's just kind of how our society is. So you lose a little bit of your creative aspect and that can be kind of sad sometimes. And then you get people hating on it because you're just trying to create this content. And it's a whole cycle of like negative energy. So being able to find safe places for yourself and especially having one that is inside of yourself is so important in this industry. Yeah, I can't tell you that. I, I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't second that enough. I mean, I can't um, express, you know, cause I feel the same way as you. And I think with everything moving so fast paced, especially in the modeling industry, it's so easy to lose your own identity and it's so mm-hmm. easy to get into comparison behaviors and compare yourself to everybody else around you. When in reality, you should be only comparing yourself to yourself. Um, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I love that you brought up all these points. So moving on to really your own self-esteem and your own confidence as a model, how has your self-esteem really been since you started modeling? When it comes to self-esteem, for me, I've noticed it's kind of like a fun little roller coaster, especially with how we go through so much negative cycles in this industry. Um, There'll be times that I have a great self-esteem and I'm like, I have put in the work. So my confidence is there. I feel very confident in my ability and my skill. Um, But then I get out there and maybe I get discouraged because I didn't book the job or I didn't, I didn't um, make a necessarily good impression. I felt a little bad about it, you know? So so self-esteem can really be affected by external factors more so. Um, your confidence, your experience in life, and then your interaction with others. So I've noticed as I grow and slowly develop my self-esteem, it's through that positive feedback like friendships or a raise and things like that. Um, There'll be really good times. And then there'll be times that it's a little bit harder to have that self-esteem, but that's where the self-confidence and keeping yourself accountable comes in and kind of helps you out. Um, Cause there's definitely been times where like, I mean, for me, um, I've always, it's weird because I feel like a lot of people say the opposite. They're like, Oh, I feel like I'm either too big, but for me, I've always kind of felt like sometimes I'm a little too thin or I'm a little too small for certain things like swim or lingerie. And so um, the one time I did, go to a casting for a swim week here in Los Angeles, I did not make it. And I got really discouraged Mm. and my, and my self-esteem was really shot. Um, But then I was able to really kind of look back on it and be like, you know, today I wasn't the look they were looking for, you know, and the confidence in me of knowing I have the ability to do these things. It's just not today, you know, that's where it, it, I could kind of try and keep that uh, true because self-esteem will, will always kind of fluctuate whether you have good experiences or bad experiences. Yeah. I can't say that enough. And they're lost, by the way, you are so stunning. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like in the end, a lot of us creatives were judged really young about either our looks or our abilities. And so a lot of us kind of are outgrowing um, some insecurity from 
childhood stuff, you know? Right. And so every now and then I feel like a little kid again and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about these things. But you just have to remember, you know, we're all here for a reason and everybody has a place in this industry, especially now, you know, and that's what I love so much is that like it really has become so inclusive and wonderful in that aspect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, inclusivity has been um, kind of this new direction. Um, it's a slow direction, right? It's moving at a slow pace, but absolutely <laughs> right. But it's becoming more prominent, and I like seeing that. I like seeing everyone have uh, really a chance because back in you know, let's just say twenty years ago, even ten years ago, even you know, thirty years ago, it was a lot different than it is today. The industry, um, it was almost absolutely. Right. It was almost like, like very, very selective, very. Um, And it was wrong because it was not giving other people opportunities that they deserved as well. Everyone was just kind of a lot of people were just kind of overlooked and not even seen. um, Yeah, it wasn't skill based. Yeah, it wasn't. Because like, in the end, I really do feel like modeling. Yes, there are aspects to it, especially for runway where it's like, they want you to be tall that's that's cool I I understand being tall but when it comes to like everything else um there is just so much room because there's so many beautiful people out there like I mean it is unreal the amount of beautiful beauty there is in the world so for us to sit here and be like okay well this person can't do it because of this It's just ridiculous because if they have the skill and they have the talent, I just think that that's kind of silly. 100%. And I can relate with that as well because, I mean, you're six feet. Yes, Um, I'm I'm a tall one. (laughs) Me too. I'm 5'10". And, you know, I'm sure you can relate to this too. I mean, there are so many petite models that are fabulous runway walkers. Oh, Um, absolutely. You know, but back then, let's just say 10, 20, 30 years ago, they would have never even been given that shot. Yeah, I mean, for example, Coco, she had the hardest time, you know, yeah. um, getting into the industry, but really has made a name for herself. And now she has her little runway camp over in New York. That's just amazing, you know, so. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Coco. Um, she's not only a stunning model, but she has a lot of good um, advocacy points. And uh, yes, she really absolutely. sheds a lot of light on topics that, again, most models wouldn't even really or not just models but people in general wouldn't really know about (laughs) Um, yeah or even like be willing to open up about because like again this industry doesn't really like the designer you had spoke to give you a safe place to kind of talk about hey this really hurt my feelings like they don't care you know so in the end for her to kind of bring that out and be that person to be like hey this wasn't cool. And now I'm here and I did it and I showed you I could do it. But I want to be honest about how this wasn't cool. You know, I think that's really admirable. Definitely. If you're listening. Hi, Coco. <laughs> yes. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. So moving on to rapid fire. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. If you could change one thing about the modeling industry, what would it be and why? I think it would be um, probably fair and timely compensation. This is something that a lot of people have a misconception about in the modeling industry, especially with um, how much a lot of us are compensated for our work. Uh, A lot of it 
the people that see us online will be like, oh, they are taking these trips and they're getting so much money and they're living a luxurious life. That is not, not always the case. Um, a lot of models especially live paycheck to paycheck. Um, sometimes they are having to like claw their way to their compensation. And I think that that's kind of crazy. Um, I hope like seeing with the actor strike, we can come together and kind of find a way to be properly compensated in timely manners and kind of have those rights protected. Um, this is something that I have seen the Model Alliance in New York um, working towards to achieving for models in New York City, and I would love to see that applied nat- nationally. Yeah, I second that. Yeah, there's no union. Um, yeah, not at all. There's no protections no. really for us. I think that that's what I would really all all protections, whether that's safety on set, um, money protection, all of that, because in the end, we're kind of like thrown to the wolves. <laughs> yeah. Hell, there's there's 12-year-olds, 15-year-olds that are going to these castings that are kind of sketchy when you look at them, you know? So I think those protections are very important. I totally agree with you. And as far as the finance market of it and the finance part of it, that's so true. I've heard models actually on the show that say, oh, I haven't been paid for a year. Yeah. And And that's a common problem. It's common. Yeah, like very unreal or even like not paid at all there was one year where I was told I was going to be paid Um, I showed up for the work it was a full day of runway and I never received it I hit them up multiple times it was just never a thing they just ignored and I was like oh okay well I don't think I'll be working with them again but that's a learning experience you know oh it's too bad yeah yeah and again these things are not uncommon (laughs) Um, no not at all yeah and that's why we need protection put in place yeah i totally agree with you on that what are some of your life goals inside the modeling industry and outside so one major life goal outside would be to speak about mental health in the entertainment industry at a conference um i feel like it's talked about a little bit but just not enough um because we are entertaining the world like I feel like people forget that and so without us you you really will have no entertainment you will know you won't have anything to give you that outside of um society experience of like oh like here's luxury or here is this you know you won't have that if you don't have us so I think it needs to be talked about at a conference um and then a few others would be landing a campaign Uh, I would love to work with St. Laurent or even Prada. They are two of my top favorites. Um, Traveling the world modeling would be amazing. Um, I would love to do it with my fiance and kind of show him some of the world. He's never traveled outside of the United States. So I want to take him. I want to take him and I definitely want to walk in Paris Fashion Week, Milan Fashion Week. And um, as of this year, they brought back the Victoria's Secret fashion show, it is still definitely on my list. Um, it's a little bit different than it used to be. I think it's like a tour now. So yes. they go and do a couple of things, but I would love to do that. I always thought that that was amazing. Um, huge on body positivity, you know? Um, so I would love to do that as well. Yeah, I can see in all those things, especially in Milan. Um, I definitely Thank see you being you. a Milan girl, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that has been like a childhood dream forever. So I love that. I love that for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. What is something that you can't live without? <laughs> hmm. Oh, gosh, this is difficult because like I have so many that pop into my mind. But I think it would be 
Like cozy blankets. I I think I ask for cozy blankets every year for Christmas. <laughs> I like my grandmother's like, are you sure you don't want something different? Like I'll get and I'm like, no. They, you can <laughs> never you can never have enough cozy blankets. And I like the ones that are like super soft, you know, like they kind of feel like uh you're petting an animal almost. Yes, but not animal not. because we don't do that. No, uh, no. Um, but um, yeah, I love it. And I have two cats and they love to make little biscuits on it. So it just Aww. brings me joy. Uh, I love it. Oh my gosh. That is so cute. I love that. I'm the same way, you know, like I, I love like anything that's soft that I can like cuddle up with after a long day of work. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just went to um the aquarium of the Pacific. It's in Long Beach. And I like couldn't help myself. I saw this little like stingray um, stuffed animal and I felt it and I was like, I'm not putting it down. I'm buying it. <laughs> and I've, I've practically held it every single day that I've had it since. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm the same exact way as you. Absolutely. <laughs> And lastly, what is one piece of advice that you would just give to any aspiring model that wants to make it in the industry? I think the main advice that anyone should give is just to never give up, you know? Like, it might may sound cliche, but this industry is so full, first of all. Now that we're being inclusive, we have so many people in this industry that there are so many different looks and so many different opportunities, right? That if you turn around and take a step back after one uh, no, or one maybe next time, you know, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities. So just don't give up and know that like in the end, if you keep creating and you keep showing a piece of you as you are working and collaborating with people, it will be noticed and it will be recognized by people who want to work with you and see you as a muse, you know. Um, I always get so uh, upset when I hear girls, they're like, I'm thinking about quitting. And I'm like, don't do that. Because in the end, all of the work that you've put in it, it means something. It means something to people that follow you and it means something to people that really support you, you know? So definitely. definitely just don't, don't give up. Just keep going. If you get to a point, because all of us kind of do, I've noticed where it's like, Hey, work's really slow or I'm not booking and I really feel bad. Do take that moment for yourself. You know, like I said, make that safe place for yourself and even, I always tell people, get a get a side job. Don't be afraid to like do a little waitressing or do a little something that like brings you a little monetary because it it does. It kind of messes with your head when you're like, I'm doing this work and I'm not getting paid and it's, yep. it's it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Well, if you go and you get a little side job or do something that helps achieve your goal, like your main goal for life, right? And you complete those tasks, you will feel so much better about yourself. You know, it just brings that self-confidence, like I was saying. And then you can do anything. Definitely. Yeah, I couldn't have said that better, too. I mean, I think, too, it's really about, I mean, I have a very, like, multifaceted mindset. And I always have. And I think it's so important to tell models that as well. You know, branch out, you know, don't limit yourself for anything. Yes, do everything. Do everything. 
because in the end, you never know. You could step out of your comfort zone and like you could be a bridal girl and you step into like this edgy theme, you know, and they end up picking you up and they love it. You know, like you can't, you can't be afraid of the no. That's what I always say. Don't be afraid. Just keep going, keep working and stay vulnerable because it is what makes us and this industry so beautiful, you know, outside of quote unquote beauty standard. 100%. I mean, and I feel like too, there's so many beauty standards and it's, it's bad. You know, it's, it's bad. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're slowly getting away from that, but it's still present. Um, and I think it too, this is kind of in correlation to what we're talking about. I think it's just so important to just embrace your own, embrace your own, you know, embrace your own self. 100%. It's, so hard. it's hard sometimes in this industry, but you have to do it. You have to do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Just like I said, you really never know it, that like the, the girl who hates her nose could turn around and the one thing that this casting director and designer love about her face is her nose, you know, and it, it'll be the weirdest thing, but you'll be like, Oh, okay. You know, and it's all about just really staying true. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny too, because everyone knows everyone in this industry, casting directors, Mm -hmm. fashion designers, photographers, you know, scouts, you know, or, you know, whoever really. Um, and it's funny because I'm going to pull Lady Gaga right here. <laughs> I'm sorry you for this quote. Love her. Me too. I love her too. And it's true. It, you know, she always says there can be 100 people in the room and 99 don't believe in you, but one does. And that's so true. You know, it is. you can go to a casting where many people might say no, but there might be that one scout or agent that will want to represent you or want to book you. Um, so just keep going. Yep, absolutely. I couldn't have said that better. Well, thank you so much, Alexandra, for joining the Model Memo. This has been such an amazing conversation. So insightful, so knowledgeable. Yes, <laughs> so thank yes, you. Yes, I love it. It's always like one of my favorite things is really like just kind of talking to people because I feel like especially after COVID and crap, like we really, yeah. we really became really internalized. So getting out there and talking to people and just sharing our story is so important. So thank you for letting me do that as well. <laughs>